If you just think positively enough, everything will be okay, right? I'm your host, Emily, and you're listening to Self Talk. And welcome to another episode of Self Talk, a podcast where I talk to myself about how I talk to myself, and how you talk to yourself, and all kinds of other good things. This week, we are going to be talking about positivity. That may sound like a very positive subject, but as it turns out, it's very complicated, and I really kind of want to delve into the idea of positivity and positive thinking, and how that can affect your life. For good or for bad. I know a lot of my episodes so far have been how to improve your life, how to change kind of the tape that you're playing for yourself in your head, and that is awesome. Hopefully, though, I have not given off the impression that I think that you should just blindly feel positive about things, and that if you just tell yourself that everything is great, and that you, if you just believe everything will be great, that it'll work. I personally don't think that that's true at all, and so... This week, we're going to get a little bit into that and why I don't think that's true. A lot of people have covered this topic before, so I know that I'm not kind of being groundbreaking right now, but I still think that it's something good to talk about. So really quickly, something that I probably will start to say more regularly, just, just in case this is your first time listening, I am not a therapist, and I'm not trying to cure anyone of any mental illness or issues with their health. I am not a trained professional, and this is mostly my own personal musings, and it is no way meant to be a replacement or a substitute for mental health care. I'm only able to think about these things and talk about these things because I've gotten my own mental health under enough control through therapy and medication and all that kind of stuff to be able to talk about these things in a more logical and measured way. So in no way am I saying any of this is a replacement for mental health care. Now, with that out of the way, let's talk about being positive. I'm positive you'll love this episode. Oh, God. Okay, so like I said at the very beginning, a common thought in our culture, at least in American culture, is that if you just think positively, everything will be okay. And then what goes along with that If things aren't going well for you, you're just not being positive enough. And that's the more incipient part of the equation. Along with that also goes, if you just try hard enough, you'll have a better life. You will get better if you believe that you are a positive and productive and happy person. Things will be better. And you know what? I think that in some ways I have talked about that. If you're able to reprogram what's going on in your brain, I do feel that that can affect the quality of your life. But, and here's the very, very big but. I personally don't have a very big but, so I have to give this as my big but. Not everything in your life is good, and not everything in your life can be controlled by the power of your brain. So if I have crippling health issues that make it so that I can't get out of my bed some mornings. I can't think my way out of that. And it's toxic and horrible to project that belief onto yourself or onto others. But because this whole podcast is focusing on ourselves, we're going to talk more about the self-projection of that feeling. There's a line between working on ways to 
mitigate negative self-talk and forcing yourself to pretend that everything's okay and that you need to stay positive no matter what. If you're somebody that has repetitive, looping negative thoughts, things that just kind of pop in your head that make you feel terrible about yourself, that I think is something you can work on. And that is something that I've talked about a little bit with self-sabotage, with staying motivated, all that good stuff. If you haven't listened to them, maybe go back and listen to them after this. That only goes so far. You can't trick yourself into being happy, especially if you're experiencing something like depression. If you're depressed, there's something going on with your mental state that you can't fix by just pretending to be happy. It's not possible. And a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people tell people who are depressed, hey, just look at the bright side of things. You know, go outside, get some fresh air. It'll be fine. They don't understand that if you are in the state where you are so depressed that you can't even get out of bed in the morning, like, no, you cannot positive your way out of it. So some people hate that idea. Some people want to have full control over their minds. Some people want to believe that if we just try hard enough, if we just believe that we are strong enough and embrace all of the positivity in the universe, that we can fix ourselves. And that's just not the case. It's not. We can help make ourselves healthier by trying to combat destructive self-thoughts and destructive self-talk, but we can't change everything in our lives through the power of positivity. I'd like to talk a little bit about when positivity is helpful for self-talk and when it's going to be just a hindrance. Helpful is when you tell yourself that you can do something with the caveat of it being something that is realistic. So let's say from previous examples, going out on a date with somebody and your brain is telling you, no, you can't do this. You are uh, not attractive enough. You aren't interesting enough and you're too anxious and weird. Okay, you can use positivity, and by you, I mean me, to tell yourself, hey, no, you're actually really cool. You're a really cool and interesting person and you're attractive and this is probably going to go really well. Or even, not even just the probably, you could visualize this date's going to go well because I'm a really cool person and I'm awesome. And I think that we have chemistry, so it's going to go great. And then if for some reason that date goes horribly, you're not really hurting yourself by having projected that positive vision into the world. Okay, yeah, that, that date was kind of crap, but it didn't really hurt anything for you to go into it feeling good about yourself and feeling positive about the experience. Because imagine how much worse it would have been if you had gone in with a really negative, terrible feeling about yourself and about the experience. So there, that's a really good example of when positivity and the power of putting out into the world the things that you want and reminding yourself of how awesome you are is a good thing. But then there's the other side. I've talked previously about motivation, so let's go into that a little bit. You have not gotten anything done today. You haven't had the energy to get up and do the work that you need to do. And this could be because you have chronic pain and you're just not really able to focus on anything but the pain that's happening. Or maybe you have issues with depression or you're just really, really sad today for some reason and you just can't focus on anything. And that's been happening for a while. And maybe one day turns into the next and you're just kind of stuck. If you tell yourself, oh, I can do this if I just cheer up. I just have to believe that I'm, I'm capable of doing this. 
If I just think positively and think, I can do this, I can make my life amazing, and I can be the best version of myself, I feel like it's probably almost impossible to even worry about having those thoughts as you are in either crippling pain, mentally or physically, you are fatigued, you are not in the right place to even try to force those feelings, and it will be forcing them, and it won't do you any good except to make you feel terrible when you can't fake your way into those feelings. Positivity is such an intoxicating idea and just concept in general. It's kind of amazing and magical to think if I just believe hard enough that I am a capable and strong and productive person and that the everything that's happening to me is happening for a reason and that if I stay positive, everything in my life will be okay, of course you would want to feel that. Of course you would want to have that hope that that would happen. And I don't want anyone to think that hope is a bad thing when you are dealing with issues or you're just feeling down. But hope can only take you so far. And hope is not a cure. I'm somebody that has the tendency to have magical thinking. And it's not good for me. So that idea of being positive and if I just put this positive energy out into the world, I will get that promotion because I just believe in myself and I believe that everything in the universe is aligning to make me happy and better. And if I just project positivity and all that goodness into every aspect of my life, everything will be okay. And then if I don't get that job promotion, it hurts so much more. It hurts so, 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 so much more than if I had got into it with a more realistic and logical expectation. If you're someone who has chronic illness, there are days in your life where maybe you are in so much pain that you cannot go to work, you cannot, maybe there are some days in your life where you just, you can't get anything done. You can't, you, you feel horrible both mentally and physically. Along with magical thinking, I also like to catastrophize things. So I love extremes. So it's either everything's going to be great or everything's terrible and my life is a cesspool of despair. It's finding that middle ground that helps me actually be a functional human being. So my anxiety is especially the thing that causes the catastrophizing to happen. Therefore, I have to follow a logical approach to things. Mindless positivity is not logical, just like extreme despair is not logical unless you are in a horrible, horrible, despair-filled situation. My advice, and you can throw this in the garbage can and you can say, Emily, this is nonsense. I don't care what you think. My life is my own. My thoughts are my own. But here's some advice based off of what I do with my particular blend of anxiety, depression, chronic illness, fatigue, all that good stuff. My recommendation is rather than following a path of extreme positive thinking and the kind of positive mentality of if I just believe, everything will be okay. And instead, 
being a logical person. My emotions are such a maelstrom that it is very difficult for me to be logical. However, if I practice it enough, it makes my life a lot easier. And you're like, well, how can I be logical if my brain is literally like there's a chemical imbalance up there and I'm not able to have the kind of logical thoughts that I want to? And in that case, again, we go back to you may need other types of actual therapy or help or medication or whatever you feel. But if you're okay to try this, try to be logical. We talked last week about self-sabotage and trying to reason your way through both all of the horrible negative scenarios that might happen, but also all of the positive things that could happen. And so if you can look at things from both the negative perspective and the positive perspective and try to rationally determine where those two meet, that can be helpful. And it can help you change the way you talk to yourself in a functional and useful way. Logic doesn't necessarily equal positivity. If I have a terrible pain flare-up, like my neck is just killing me, I can't even turn it. It isn't logical to think that if I just maintain a positive, happy perspective on the day, that everything will be okay and that my neck will be fine if I'm just, if I just push through and I ignore it and I don't focus on the pain that I'm in and I just try to be positive and, oh, everything's okay. Yeah, I'm in excruciating pain, but I can push through. It's okay. That is not logical at all. With this example of my neck, I have issues with the discs in my neck, and so the muscles around there, if I have an injury or anything like that, or a flare-up of pain, will tighten and tighten and tighten and tighten. And if I don't do anything, and I keep going, and I keep pushing myself, and I ignore trying to address what's happening there, it just gets worse. It's going to take my neck, and it's going to take everything, and make it more and more screwed up and terrible, and to the point where then I really can't do anything, and I really can't function. And a lot of people who have chronic illness, chronic pain, mental health issues, think, I, if I just push through, it'll be okay. I just need to keep pushing because that's what will make me better. If I just believe that if I push and I try harder and I do better, that I'll be okay. But that's not always the case. You might have to take care of yourself by relaxing and not pushing and taking care of yourself that is going to be the more positive outcome. That is definitely the more logical step to take. If you are in pain and you cannot function, you have to try to take care of that. Now, I know there are situations where people, it's a chronic issue and you're probably never going to get better, as shitty as that sounds. My very mild personal case is that my discs, they're probably not going to ever get better. I can only maintain what I have now. I can only try to treat what's going on and try to make it so that my body doesn't get worse. So you don't even have to necessarily worry about getting better because that's still the mentality of I will be better if I just try. If I rest enough, I will be better. It could just be logically, I am in pain. I know that the thing that will help break this pain cycle at least a little bit or prevent things from getting worse is to rest do whatever you need to do. With that metaphor of a muscle tightening and tightening, tightening until you just are frozen in place 
and locked in place. And you have sabotaged yourself because you tried and tried and pushed so hard. The logical answer to that would have been to try to rather than keep tightening a tight muscle to release it. And so that's what I mean by positive thinking versus logical thinking. You need to take a realistic look, if at all possible, at the situation. There are times when, yeah, realistically, my brain is going batshit crazy and telling me all kinds of horrible, anxious things. And that is not logical. And then I can step in and do my affirmations and think about how badass I am. And then that's when that kind of positivity is going to be helpful. But I logically thought, hey, these really, really intense, bizarre, scattered thoughts are not productive and are making you feel terrible about yourself. The logical thing to do is to address them and try to reframe them. Logic will tell you if you, if you have the mental fortitude or you're in enough of a safe headspace that you can do this, logic will tell you what you need to do, even if it sucks. Logic will tell you if the situation really is a catastrophe or if it's something that you're building up in your brain that needs to kind of be reprogrammed. My overall philosophy, and I know some people do not like this at all, but my overall philosophy with my life and that I, I really wish that I could bestow upon other people is the idea of being just kind and gentle to yourself. There are so many terrible things in our world, and especially if you are somebody that struggles with physical pain, mental pain, trauma, anything like that. Being hard on yourself, whether it's through the form of pushing and trying harder and harder, or negative thoughts and beating yourself up for what you haven't done. It's just, it's horrible. And you would never want to treat anyone else like that. You would never. Well, hopefully you would never. If you had somebody that you loved that was in pain, would you want to be mean to them? Would you want to tell them that they're not trying hard enough? And that they're not being positive enough? And that their pain isn't valid or their pain makes them less whole no no unless you're a self-absorbed monster no and you need to treat yourself with that same kindness and that same gentleness you're already in pain and you don't need to cause yourself more pain by hating on yourself for not getting things done or for being upset about something that it makes sense that you're upset about Emotion doesn't have to always just be positive. Emotion serves a whole lot of functions in our lives. And the negative ones are important too. And it's unrealistic to think that you can ignore them. You can bottle them up and you can push them aside, but they will still be there. And then when the pressure of them builds, they will eventually explode everywhere. And Therefore, if you're able to, being a little bit more logical in the face of strong emotions, a little bit more rational, and not letting yourself get caught up in a wave of positivity or negativity, it may help your self-talk, it may help your mental state, it may help you live your life in this world. But even more than that, being kind to yourself and being gentle with yourself and remembering 
I know I say stuff like this a lot and it may sound trite, but it's true, damn it. It is true. Your worth is not defined by how positive you are, by how productive you are, by how healthy you are. That has no impact on how valuable you are as a person. If you are struggling, it does not mean that you are not good enough. And a lot of times our culture tells us that. If you're struggling, it's your fault. You're not trying hard enough. You're not doing a good enough job. And even sometimes your best friends or your family will regurgitate that to you because that's what they've been told is the right thing to do. You're in pain. Oh, well, have you thought about going here to this doctor and trying all these things and, you know, using the power of positive thinking to make your life better? It really helped me. Fuck that. You think that if I am in pain, I haven't tried to figure out how to make myself better? You think that if I am reaching out, it's because I want you to give me medical advice rather than the support and emotional comforting that I need? No. No. And it's unfair and almost cruel to do that to the people that you care about, including yourself. So I say positivity can be both a boon and a nightmare. And if anything going forward, I would really love for you to examine how you're letting positivity affect your life, both in a positive and a negative manner. Think about where you're using it realistically and where you're using it to make yourself ultimately feel lesser and feel like you're not good enough. And take those places where it's making you feel bad and throw it in the trash because it does not belong there. If you are suffering and you feel like nothing is positive and there's no way that you could ever be positive and that your life is ruined, I would encourage you to seek help. If you are not able to view your emotions and the positives and negatives of life in a logical way whatsoever, that it might be time to seek help. I don't know in what form, but it might be time that you don't need to rely on just yourself. I know this is a podcast about how we talk to ourselves, but sometimes we can't do it on our own, and that's okay. Next time, we will be a little bit more uh, lighthearted. I won't say positive, but our next topic will be a little bit more lighthearted because I'd like to kind of explore all of the ways that we talk to ourselves, not just the destructive ways. So I hope that you found this week's episode at least interesting, if not enjoyable. If you have any questions or concerns or arguments, please, please feel free to email me. The email is in the episode notes. You can send me a message on my Facebook page. If you haven't yet, go ahead and give it a like. Give this podcast a subscribe on whatever platform you're on. Maybe give it a review. I don't know. You do you. Thank you again for listening. I hope you have an excellent week. Try not to get swept up in the wave of intense positive thinking that our culture so wants us to. And be nice and kind to yourself. I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>